Hello, and welcome to The Broad Review. I'm Tiffany. My name's Emily. And we are here to talk about things that we watch, mm-hmm. read, mm-hmm. listen to, right. uh, maybe sometimes things that we eat or drink. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I might review Ruth's Chris sometime. Oh, that's not fair. No, You're... superb all the time. <laughs> Always superb. You are their number one <laughs> favorite customer, not sponsored by them, no. but wish. Oh my gosh. Wish. Total wish. We are sponsored by uh, Sandals, though. Sandals Resorts. <laughs> Unofficially only in my heart. <laughs> Oh, goodness. We're going to do a whole episode reviewing our spring break vacation to Sandals. Yes. In oh, and, 2022. And, and how many people attempted to have sex with us because we laid out on the mattresses on the beach. Yes. That were left there by a failed <laughs> music festival. Okay. Well, that's how we're going to get started here today. <laughs> that's a great segue. Uh, what, what's going on in your life lately, Emily? So, uh, he, if you have not heard, here in Washington, it is... Uh, we are in snowpocalypse. Snowpocalypse. Right now. I would call it the polar vortex, Ugh. although I we would lose all two of our listeners that are actually yeah. in the polar vortex. Yes. So it's not funny. It's, I know that a lot of people are suffering. But it's bad for here. And what it's people don't so understand bad. is when the Seattle area gets snow, we're not equipped for it. No. So, you know, when Minnesota or the Midwest gets snow, they can plow it. They salt the roads. They don't do that here. They just let it ride. They just, they're like, no, it'll take care of itself. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And and most of the time in our weather, it does. So it'll, it'll warm up and melt within a couple of days. And then it's just Mm -hmm. wet and we're used to that. Uh, Not today. No. (laughs) It uh, is refreezing. It was uh, like 19 degrees in our hood last night. And um, the snowplow that our very small town has, um, I would Best related to uh, when Homer Simpson was Mr. Mm-hmm, Plow. Mm-hmm. It is a pickup truck with yes. a, what I called earlier, a pusher thing. A pusher thing. She a didn't even thing. know the name because she's from California. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even, I'm freezing. It's interesting. It is. And we're supposed to get some more snow. So it's nice because this kind of time at home has given me time to watch some things. And so we got a chance to go to the movies, which is what I am going to talk Ooh, about. How exciting. So I generally like to watch Oscar nominees for Best Picture yes. before the Oscars as much as I can. Uh, because I like to see what everything's going on. So I've seen Black Panther. Tiffany and I both have seen The Favorite, which we could <laughs> probably spend an entire other episode talking about how... Don't oh. go to the favorite with your platonic female friend because <laughs> it gets real awkward. Uh, rub your legs. Can, can um, I have a leg rub later? <laughs> do, you want a, do you want a leg rub? <laughs> um, so I've seen a few of them. I certainly haven't seen all of them, but uh, the movie Vice was still in the theater. And so I went to see that. I'm so jealous. It's real good. So let's start by saying that. Okay. Uh, so Vice is by, written and directed by Adam McKay, who mm-hmm. is responsible for some of my all-time favorite movies, including, of course, Anchorman and Step Brothers. Oh! Yes, oh, same oh, oh, person. Oh, oh. And also The Big Short. That's where the disconnect happens yes. for me. Okay. So it's like these silly, fun comedies and then serious writing. Amazingly done, though. Not love, that yeah. Anchorman was not serious writing. Oh my god! It's gosh. gold. There's so Some much of the gold in that. Greatest movies of our time. It really time. is. Um, it's got a similar vibe 
Have you seen The Big Short? Yes. Yes. So a similar kind of fourth wall breaking vibe to The Big Short. Okay. The story of it is basically the story of the life of Dick Cheney and how he became from a kind of behind the scenes guy to realistically the most powerful person in the world for a few years. Yes. So this was a subject that I went into the movie actually knowing a lot about. When I was in college, when it was the Bush Cheney years, I read a lot of books. It was before social media, like (laughs) before I could spend five hours on Instagram every night and I had to read a book at night. Yes. Oh, goodness. Yes. Oh, it was... This dark time. <laughs> so I, and it's funny because I was looking through when I got home from the movie and I probably have four books on Dick Cheney. I thought you were going to say four books total. <laughs> <laughs> I probably have at least three, but maybe four books four total. books. <laughs> no, I have four <laughs> books just on Dick Cheney. And I remember, I kind of looked through them really quickly and I remember reading them and thinking, this is all the exact same goddamn information. Oh. All of them are the same. And that's because Dick Cheney historically was one of the most secretive like shadow people <laughs> no i'm serious and this mu- this movie even Did they call him sneaky no i'm thinking of tricky dick, You're thinking of tricky dick. <laughs> can we call him sneaky, sneaky dick, dick? he's sneaky dick sneaky dick uh he he was very secretive and very private and this movie even like one of the very first scenes addresses that and is like hey dick cheney is super secretive we're gonna do the best job that we can Really? Because some of the stuff they had to do from, you know, other people who had had been in the room because he just, he did everything in the shadows. Uh, Wow. What he did in the shadows. (laughs) Starring Taika Waititi. No. So most of the stuff I already knew. And so like my husband Bill was there with me and there were parts where he would turn to me and look at me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that actually happened. That actually happened like that. Uh, As much as anybody can say that it happened like that because of course Dick Cheney's not going to be like yes this is the time that I took over the presidency it was all it was all speculation so it was very interesting the same kind of like I said the same fourth wall breaking as the big short okay I like that but worse I'm gonna say worse because it the big short did it in kind of a in a fun way and like it wasn't this did it a lot more and it was starting to be like okay i'm fully out of the movie now we get your mechanism yes we Mm -hmm. get it i'm you need to draw me back in to remind me that i'm watching a movie okay luckily the actors did that okay remind me who's who let's talk about the actors the one of the main characters that really doesn't get any advertising is the narrator oh and the narrator is played i had to look up his name because i it was one of those actors that you're like I know you from something, but I don't know what it's from. And you didn't IMDb it right away because <laughs> my brain cannot move on until I have identified you know. the voice. So watching, it, it's like Justin's nightmare when we turn on like BoJack Horseman and I'm like, I know that voice. Pause it. Wait, hold on. I'll pause it for you. And then like five minutes later, I'm back on like, I know, who is that person? Yeah. Yeah. So, I would have done it in the theater. Yes. Yeah, so the narrator is uh, Jesse Plemons, and you may know him from Game Night. Did you see Game Night? I didn't see Game Night. What do you know him from? Fat Damon. Meth Damon. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so he is the uh, sort of redheaded individual that bears a mild resemblance yes. to Matt Damon. Oh, yes. So there was a nickname going around that I don't agree with. But it was Meth Damon. It's not. It's not nice. It's not nice. But it's, it's not, not nice. Not but accurate. He was, was he in Friday Night Lights? 
Yes. He was in Friday Night Lights. He also was briefly in Breaking Bad. Yes. For a very small, terrible moment. Yes. Uh, and he, I don't want to give away, besides him being the narrator. Okay. He has a bigger role in the story, but I don't want to tell you what it is because it'll give it away. It's a spoiler. Is it how he had a baby with Kirsten Dunst? <laughs> it's <laughs> not. I just wanted to that. add that in there. Good for you. Good. Good for you. Good job. Yeah. You're so, but he was really, really good in it. Oh. Uh, but you don't, do you see, you see him? him? You do see him. Yes. Okay. Because he has an active narrator role. Um, and in that same fourth wall part, he's a fourth wall breaker the entire time. Okay. His entire part is the breaking of the fourth wall. All right. So you do get to see him quite a bit, actually. Uh, Amy Adams, lovely. Queen she plays Lynn of Cheney. everything. Uh, she, Lynn Cheney. Lynn Cheney, yeah, plays his wife. So plays a younger version all the way up to the older version. Is this going to get her some form of statuette, possibly? So she is nominated for, uh, I was going to say, assistant actor. That's <laughs> not a real thing. Been hanging out with me too long. <laughs> Just make it up. So she's nominated for the uh, best assistant actress. Okay. Uh, in that movie. Best assistant lady. Best assistant lady. And she was, I mean, she was great. It's Amy Adams. She's She's consistently great. And what's awesome with this movie is most of these actors have worked together on at least one other movie. So mm. they all have really good chemistry. Like uh, her and Christian Bale worked together on the, what was it? The gangster American movie. Hustle? Yes, American, American Hustle. Hustle. Yeah, so they have chemistry. So it was nice to, to they share that again. Uh, Steve Carell played Donald Rumsfeld. Oh, fucking amazing. Wow. He was amazing as Donald Rumsfeld. You wanted to punch him in his dick, just oh like gosh. you do the real Donald Rumsfeld. <laughs> like, you just felt like, God, he's such an asshole. And he was. And wow. he, and so he, he did that perfectly. And I love that Steve Carell is, he, he I was getting typecast as the same kind of nope. part for a while. Not anymore. Ever since uh, Little Miss Sunshine, I, anything where he is in a like non comedic role, yeah. he is just he's stellar. Uh, some other call outs. Uh, of course, Sam Rockwell as oh, George W. Bush. Dear. The he only issue golden. that I had with it is there were some points in the movie where he went to, it almost was like he was pretending to be the Will Ferrell version of George W. Bush. <laughs> it didn't happen all the time. And so okay. most of the time it was great. But there were a couple of times I'm like, you crossed the line. You went too far. Now it's into parody and I don't oh, believe it anymore. Yeah. But Rarely. And other every other time he was wonderful. Uh also this one shocked me. I was like, holy shit, that's Tyler Perry as Colin Powell. Tyler Perry. Tyler in fucking front Perry of the camera. As Colin Powell. And he wow. did such a good job. And uh, like that was another one. I was like, I know who that person is. Wait, wait. Is that no, Medea? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that Medea playing? <laughs> oh my god. Medea goes to the White House. Medea goes to the White House. So that he did great. And last shout out before I get to the main character, uh, is Lisa Gay Hamilton as Condoleezza Rice. And she was another one that I was like, mm, I know you. The app. And so what I have learned is nine times out of 10, if it's somebody they recognize, it's because of SVU. <laughs> They've done at least one they, episode. She was on, I think, four. So she had a reoccurring role. And oh, I was wow. like, yep, it, that's exactly where I remember you from. But she did a okay. great job. She... She did a great job as, you know how Condi had this, just kind of like she was like watching surrounded and observing. By yes, and that she was always <laughs> surrounded by assholes. So she did a really good job on that. I feel, uh, for the real Condi Rice, I feel like she 
chose the wrong administration she to did. have her moment and i feel bad for her but that's a different sort of, conversation. yeah that's a different sort conversation. of there was a yeah there's always a choice yes um what would i know her from non-svu i don't know okay probably nothing <laughs> she's had some smaller tv roles she's probably like in an episode of Grey's anatomy yeah mm-hmm. yes so uh, i don't know what maybe you this know will be like her breakout thing and we will see i more hope so her. she was very good yeah so let's talk about <gasps> christian bale oh wow so everybody knows that this motherfucker <laughs> commits to a role oh. to the point where it, you're like, okay, you you took that he too much. Disappears. He is like um, our King Daniel Day Lewis, but I, I have a comparison written oh, down I'm that he so is sorry. he is yes. this generation's Daniel Day Lewis because yes. he really transforms himself. In this case, gaining. 45 pounds for this role. Wow. It was not prosthetics. He gained that much weight. Oh, my goodness. Uh, And they asked him how he gained that much weight. And he said, I ate a lot of pies. (laughs) I can relate. Period. (laughs) I ate a lot of pies. Same. Okay. Same. I need a movie role where I need to be 45 pounds heavier so I I can also. I didn't want to tell you, but that's what I'm I'm training for. (laughs) I eat a lot of pies. Uh, His, the mannerisms, you know. Like I said, I, I've watched a lot of Dick Cheney. I've followed the Ch- Bush Cheney years. I know him intimately, like a pimple. <laughs> and the mannerisms were so good. There were points where I thought they were actually using like video footage of really Dick Cheney to intersperse it to like fuck with us. And I was like, oh, wait, no, that's still Christian Bale. I don't even know if I have seen. I think I maybe saw like one photo of him in character yes. for the role. It's incredible because Dick Cheney had this weird like scowl. I don't want to. This is gonna. This nope. might. This might cross the line. He almost looks like he had a stroke. I was gonna say, did he do that weird little yes. lip? Yes. Yes, he has the lip thing down perfectly. Yeah. And like a half scowl. Yeah, it's like a sneer, a sn- like an evil sneer. Oh my gosh, we and need to use that word. He was so much more pure evil. Yes. Uh, so Christian Bale just is amazing, and. If they didn't have Christian Bale for this role, for this movie, I don't think it would be getting the recognition that it's getting. Mm, interesting. If they threw somebody else in there that couldn't get all of that, I don't think the movie would have been successful. So I think that Christian Bale is most of the reason that it's successful. And he has won a statuette or he two. He has for uh, assistant actor. For assistant actor. <laughs> for the fighter. For the fighter, yes. But yes. for this, didn't he win a... He won a Golden Globe. Golden Globe. Yes. And he said... For Maine or assistant? For Maine. Okay. Uh, for... And he spoke British. <laughs> for Maine actor and assistant <laughs> actor. Yes. For that. Uh, yeah. And he spoke uh, British. His native tongue, His which native everybody tongue forgets. Is British. Shocking. And I was like, oh my God, why doesn't he have a New York accent? Uh, yes, so he's already won the Golden Globe. I would be surprised if he did not win the Oscar for Best Actor. There it mm. is. That's what I was looking for. Mean. Um, mm. I like R- Rami. Rami Malek. Remy. Oh, Rami. yes, yes, yes. Frank I liked Mercury. him. But when I saw Bohemian Rhapsody, at no point was I so sucked in that I was like, oh, that is Freddie Mercury. It was always... Oh. Robbie Malik. Well, yeah, but that's because you're a mega fan. Yes. But that's sweet baby angel. I am not a mega fan of Dick Cheney, but I do follow him <laughs> enough to know that he did a better job in that role. Okay. So I, that's who, so far, but I, I haven't seen all of them, but he, of the two best actors that I've, oh, I think Bradley Cooper's up for one. 
Oh, uh, uh, it was he real did, good, but he like he peed his pants. He peed his pants. But like he peed his pants. Christian Bale became Dick Cheney, so yeah. uh, that's who I'm gonna throw in my. I feel like. Did behind. you see the um, article that was going around that uh, Bradley Cooper almost had an earring for his role as Jackson Maine? Oh my gosh, what that, a transformation! <laughs> that might have made it Oscar worthy, right? So. There's a difference between Bradley Cooper's transformation yes. into maybe doing a little bit more ab work. Into uh, <laughs> Sam Elliott's voice. It, and also practicing just stealing Sam Elliott's voice. Yeah. Um, and then this. And yes. Now, I cannot talk about Christian Bale without talking about two other things. Okay. This is a completely tangent, but I have to talk about, do you remember his onset freakout on a Terminator? Yes. So... One of the lines that he says from there is an everyday thing that I say <laughs> to my husband. And it's, oh, good for you. <laughs> I say it all the time. And I, sometimes I forget that it was Christian Bale and that's what it came from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so that that's just one of my favorite things. because He's given you that gift to he, use he with has. Bill forever and ever. He has. And I love it. And I love onset freakouts. <laughs> That that is. Has there been a good one lately? I don't think lately. A lot mm. of them happened in like the early two thousands. Like, if you ever want to go down a rabbit hole, go find all of the David O. Russell uh, oh. freakouts. They're amazing. Okay, they're amazing. Awesome. He gets in fights with everybody. Amazing. Mark Wahlberg, uh, Lily Tomlin. It's amazing. Lily Tomlin. Oh yeah. What did she ever do to him? You'll find out if you watch them. <laughs> I think I remember that. Yes. Yeah. We're less about freakouts now yes. and more about the touching. Yes. More <laughs> instead instead of just having freakouts, they just you know instead sexually the, assault each the other. Verbal abuse. Now yeah. we're heading more towards physical. That's great. Yeah. That's a great direction to go in. Uh, the other thing that I can't not talk about when I talk about Christian Bale is his, this This is definitely an Oscar-worthy role, mm-hmm. but I need to talk about my favorite Christian Bale role of all time. Mm-hmm. The movie Newsies. Don't kick me out of our broadcast studio you right now. You shut the fuck up. It. You shut the fuck up. I've never seen Newsies. We need to pause this podcast America. so we can go watch it, <laughs> and then we'll be back because that is blasphemy. <laughs> it is not ironically... So it's not like one of those movies that you have, like, you're like, oh, it's a cult classic and I love it, like, like The Room, for example. Oh. It's not that. I was going to compare it to Moulin Rouge. Okay, now you're, now you're hitting below the belt. Oh! Now you're hitting below the belt. I fucking love Newsies. I love it with every fiber of my being. It's oh. one of those movies that I could put on mute and be able to do the dialogue from the entire film. I bet Bill would love if you did that. He doesn't. He doesn't love it when I do that, actually. Um, We need to watch it because it is a masterpiece. It's one of Christian Bale's earlier movies. It's not his first one uh, because he did like Empire of the Sun when he was real little. Uh, But it was his first kind of like sexy teenage role. Uh. I can say that because he was over 18. (laughs) He was over 18 in the movie and it was fine. Uh Uh-huh. It was fine. (laughs) Spider-Man. I'm not sexualizing minors. So I, it was, it came out at the perfect time for me because I was right, like right hitting puberty. <laughs> oh no, it was perfect. And also I was in theater. Oh. And so it was my life. The songs okay. were my life. This movie was my life. So naturally after I saw Vice, I got on a Newsies kick and I was looking up google.com. Tell me where all the people from Newsies are now. 
Oh, wow. Because cool. I was Are there any other big, big names I might know? No, 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 definitely not. <laughs> I mean, there are, like, there, again, there are people that you would recognize now and be like, Ben Affleck? Oh, yeah. No. No. Hmm. no, there are no other names except for I found out and I had never made this connection before. So uh, you've never seen news. He's like, can't. Oh, this hurts me. I don't know why you're me. surprised. I haven't I, seen a lot of things. Let's not list out the movies that you haven't seen because I don't That'll want people to come burn my house podcast down. podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> the movies that Tiffany haven't seen that is a travesty. Um, so the main character is not Christian Bale. He's like the scrappy side character that also Did he have a sneer? He, oh, <laughs> sexy sneer. Um, so the main character's name is David. David's mom is Hugh Jackman's wife. She was an actress? Yes. Oh. In American film. She's Australian. She's Australian. And I, when I would see pictures of her, it was again like I recognize her, but I didn't know from where. And that's because she's in my fucking favorite movie of all time, News Ace. Newsies. Okay. I had no idea. Six degrees of Hugh Jackman. Right? And they've been married for like 20 some They're years. Cute. They're adorable. Oh, I love that man. That's yeah. Hugh Jackman's just wonderful. Let's do a whole episode dedicated to the greatest just, showman. <laughs> the, the worst movie with the best soundtrack Honestly. ever. It was such a terrible movie, and but such a good soundtrack. Zac Efron. And Thank also Zac Efron. Any, any movie with Zac Efron. Uh, <laughs> the other person that I wanted to talk about. So my crush in that movie when in I was younger, <laughs> in Newsies, okay. I'm, I'm done with fights. Oh. <laughs> I have now fully moved on to Newsies. Uh, my crush in that movie was, his name is Spot Conlon, and he no, is- No, that's not a he's name. He's the Newsie from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's his name in the movie? Or? That's his name in the movie. Oh. His name in the real world is uh, Gabe Damon, and he- Matt, Who grew up to be Matt Damon. Fell off. The Earth. What was uh, Christian Bale's character's name? Jack Kelly. Uh, Okay. Yeah. It's not like Spot Conley. Like, that's kind of cool. So, it was... uh, I don't want to spoil the movie for you. I'm not trying to upset you. (laughs) I don't want to do spoilers because, guess what? His name really isn't Jack Kelly. (gasps) I won't tell you why. Okay. So, Spot Conlon, it turns out, before? After? Before. Newsies was the voice of Littlefoot. No. <laughs> There's my gong. Punch the table. <laughs> the voice she, of Littlefoot from The Land Before Time. I mean, of course I know Littlefoot. Of course you know Littlefoot. Okay, you've seen that one. Yeah, at least the first three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, time out. You've seen the sequels to The Land Before Time, but you haven't seen Newsies. There were no cuter dinosaurs in existence. Petrie, are you kidding me? Ducky? What even was a Ducky? And then there was the derpy one, Spike. Oh man! Oh, okay, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna work on this. We're gonna have a, a newsies night. Uh, I'm let go us home know. and watch all of the Land Before Time. <laughs> no, you could be spending that time watching newsies. <gasps> My cousin Mandy. Hi, Mandy. She had a little foot stuffed animal, and I was always super jealous of it. We're not talking about the Land Before Time. Well... We're talking about newsies <laughs> and how you haven't seen it and how it's the worst. It also oh oh my gosh, it has so it was a Disney movie. It has officially the most non-Disney appropriate kiss oh. in history. Two boys? No. <laughs> no, it was you'll again, we're gonna watch it, so okay. you'll see it. Okay. But like Christian Bale and the main girl, David's sister, they uh, have Alexis. some action. Mm. And he 
drives the oh that's the only way drives his tongue down her throat oh like hard <laughs> this is a like young adult film or like a children's film this is a children's to young adult film okay so the it's based on the newsboys strike in the 1890s in the 1980s in the, the 1980s yes uh and so they, those were children okay <laughs> <laughs> I know I shouldn't be be calling them sexy, and I won't. So this all happened <laughs> from you viewing the movie Vice. Yes, okay. I went off on a full-on tangent. <laughs> so my feelings about Vice mm-hmm. were that Newsies was a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> Newsies was a is a stellar film, uh, full of great music. I'm gonna. I'll probably get Justin to watch this weekend. That's gonna be a hard sell think so uh the first five minutes he will nope out of the room hmm. maybe <laughs> is it does he like musicals he doesn't hate musicals does he hate musicals starring children i'm not sure where the line is <laughs> we'll find out we'll find out report back i'll report back if i watch newsies during uh, snowmageddon part two this weekend yes so overall my thoughts about vice were it was good certainly biased very right. political. Right. Not surprising. But of course, I'm on that side. So it was it marketed was to me. So yes. it was great. This was your um, demo. I see. I heard that uh, Jared Kushner and Ivanka went to it and walked out after 30 minutes. Not surprising. Because. They uh, didn't understand it. Because <laughs> they don't understand uh, that some of those things were not cool. So it's a good movie for people who may not know that story. And okay. the story of Dick Cheney's rise to power because now, if they didn't report on it. Right. Everything else was so shockingly yeah. terrible. Yeah. My other um, complaint was they really quickly went over and did not dive into one of my favorite incidents in the Dick Cheney vice presidency is when he shot that guy in I the was, face. That was going to be my next follow-up question. <sighs> like, they just... Just gloss over they that. They just gloss shot over somebody that. in the it, face, it, bro. That's one of my favorite things. And not only did he... Not that he shot somebody in the face, but that he shot <laughs> somebody in the face... And that guy apologized to his family <laughs> for giving them hard to apologize to the Cheney family. Sorry, I brought your family I'm shame. S- I'm sorry, my face got in the way of your shotgun while we were hunting. So sorry. I feel like that's like hunting 101. Don't, Don't shoot, shoot people. people in the face. It is. And the fact that they didn't, that was one of my favorite things that happened. The guy's fine. So lest you think that I'm wishing harm on people. He's fine. Yes. It was a it was a birdshot shotgun, so it didn't even really hurt him that much. I mean, it did, but yeah. he's fine. He's fine. He's probably dead now because he was old as shit. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> so they didn't go into that. They did talk about it, but it was just like a quick passing thing. So that's one argument that I have, one, one negative. But overall, I'm going to give it four out of five oh, wow. gunshots to the face. <laughs> I like that rating system. For Vice. Yes. I'm into it. Yes. Oh, I'm excited to see it. I think when we initially talked about going, it was like, ah, it seems like a renter, you know, or like wait till it comes full free you on Netflix. You don't need to go see it in the theater. Yeah. It's not like Bohemian Rhapsody where you really did need to get that theater experience. We're so bad at going to the theater these days. Oh, Bohemian Rhapsody is one of those movies that you really, if it goes back into theaters because it's Oscar nominated, you really should go see it. Yeah. It's, it just gives more of a concert experience. I wonder if it's going to win. That's a, that's this weekend, the Oscar awards for Maine is that, and Is that this assistant. weekend? I feel like it's usually after Super Bowl. It is. I don't know when it is. 
Hmm. I stopped watching. Super Bowl? Well, yes, but also... I was looking for a good segue. (laughs) I don't watch the Super Bowl anymore because it's super boring. (laughs) It says sports. Um, I haven't watched the Oscars in a long time just because we don't... We we pulled the cable plug, so Mm -hmm. I'll watch highlights and... If there's like a good speech or some, you know, the women get up and get all woman's powery and it's usually pretty great. But if people that, um, like if it's not the person I wanted to win, I don't yeah. care. But like when Olivia Coleman wins. Which she's going to. Yeah. I'll watch her speech online. Yeah. Yes. So, um, well, thank you for your viewing sacrifice mm-hmm. and going to see Vice mm-hmm. and Newsies again and again. I'm going to watch it. And again. And I'm going to try my best to watch it this weekend. Do it. Yes. Okay, so speaking of Super Bowl, here's how this week's review came about. I had every intention of reviewing, we talked about this at dinner last week, Yummy Mummies. Yes. <laughs> on Netflix. Which, yep. And yeah, um, it's as awful as you might think it sounds. Um, just the name is terrible. Yeah. Um, the fact that it follows women's pregnancies and that's the name of the show, Um Pregnancy is beautiful. Women are beautiful. But if you're going to name a show, don't call it Yummy Mummies. No. Um, It's about Australian women. Very wealthy, attractive, hugely pregnant Australian women. Is this a reality show or is it? It's a reality show on Netflix. Okay. I watched one episode and I was like, all right, this is pretty terrible. And then I saw that there were 10 episodes and they were all 50 minutes long. And I just could not think of anything worse. Um. And the whole review the whole time just would have been, those are terrible people. (laughs) You shouldn't be allowed to breed. You know what? You don't need a $99,000 ring just for having a child that was your choice to have. (laughs) Maybe like a purse. Okay, so if you went off the rails on that. So, you know, watching some other stuff. Um... I made us watch uh, Super Troopers 2 this weekend. That was very disappointing. Um, but when it came down to it, the thing that I really needed to talk about and get out was that halftime performance <laughs> at Super Bowl 53. I didn't even watch the Super Bowl, but I had to watch this halftime show because of the memes. So many memes. So many good memes. So many good tweets. Yes. And so I watched it, and I watched it a few times so that I could be very well educated. So we are going to talk about Super Bowl 53 halftime show. And how much you loved it? How embarrassed I felt <laughs> for everyone involved. <laughs> so I used to watch Super Bowl. My parents always had Super Bowl parties, and you know, people would come over. My dad's friends would bet. And um, one time one of my dad's friends got really hammered and started talking to us kids like he was Kermit the Frog and uh I think I was like 14 so it wasn't (laughs) (laughs) and then like a few hours later we found him passed out in the bathroom so he I don't think his team was winning and I think there was some money on it um but I do have good memories of Super Bowl and halftime shows and you know it was always fun to see to see what was happening, but they have become such a thing yeah, and such a discussion point in recent years. I wanted to go back and see where it all went wrong. And I didn't realize that up until the 90s, it was never a uh, massively over-the-top produced thing. Like back in the old-timey days, it used to just be a local like college marching band yeah. or uh, some old-timey singers. Up with people? 
Up with people, yeah. I saw that name on there a couple times. Do you times. know who don't, Up with people I is? I don't, but I knew that you would, and I saw that on the Wikipedia page I was looking at. So my friend Julia, mm-hmm. um, Julia, if you're listening, I'm so sorry about this. Um, <laughs> she got a job with so Up with People was this musical theater group that would go to they would tour the country and they were positive and fun. They were the Harlem Globetrotters. Yes, of okay. singing. Yes. And she got a a job with Up With People right before they disbanded and went away forever. They went down I was so sad for her because it was such a huge opportunity. I wonder why they Dead. disbanded. Because it R. was P. 2001 and nobody wanted to have oh, they weren't a positivity right. shoved up their ass. Yeah. So well. so I, Up With People is the bomb. Yeah. We're the bomb. Wow. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're so full of knowledge about things like up with people and newsies if anybody wants to revive up with people i'm fully on board (laughs) we'll get the gofundme started after this (laughs) um i believe things started going wrong in the 90s uh new kids on the block had a performance which looking back i probably watched it and was dancing in the living room it was amazing yeah it you, was you, were you just gonna say that it went wrong because that's, that's when it went, it went wrong, right, that's, that's when it when went it, right that, <laughs> yes but i feel like maybe that's when it went a little bit more mainstream true um other notable for performances uh 1992 was gloria estefan for mm. one of her many performances at least two or three and it also featured the 1992 uh, figure skating performances from Brian Boitano. Oh. Um, and there was a woman involved, but I didn't write her name down. You know why? Because she's not Brian Boitano. Wait, did they have ice? I don't know. Because, like, what would we they do? We should Google it to see if there's footage. If there wasn't. They had to have ice, ice somehow. Rink. Yeah. We'll Google it. We'll Google it later. Everybody, Google that. 1992. Uh, of course, 1993 was Michael Jackson, mm. the Pepsi commercial, Legendary. the black and white video, everything amazing. Um, and then I skipped over everything up until 2001. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was all crap. There was, there was a country year. Um, there was more Gloria Estefan. And then 2001 was one of my favorites. Uh, Aerosmith, mm-hmm. Sync, Nelly. Not Ja Rule. Not Ja Rule. Nelly. Fuck you, Ja Rule. You know who hasn't performed at a halftime? Ja Rule. Ja Rule. Nor will he ever. Uh, Mary J. Blige. And of course, our goddess. It's Britney Bitch. It's Britney Bitch. And that cute little cutoff oh, football she jersey. so cute. One of my favorite things she's ever done. Yeah. Um, that was a good one. Um, 2004 was Janet Jackson's Nipple. Ridiculous. There's actually a number of names performing in that, but I just wrote down Nipplegate because mm-hmm. that's what, you know, it's remembered. And, you know, good for her for still looking good. Yeah. Good for you, Janet. Uh, 2007, also rated on uh, in my heart and in some of the top lists that I was reading, 2007 was Prince. Oh, my gosh. That is that is just a general legendary performance, Super Bowl or Ooh, I not. I got goosebumps. I got goosebumps. It, like Purple Rain in the Rain. Oh, God. So it, good. Uh, it, it, he may be uh, God. Yeah. And he was like, I need it to rain today. Yeah. And then is that rained. how Prince talks? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know what that was, and I'm sorry for to Prince's estate sorry, for that uh, impression that I just did of Prince. Um, was Super Bowl in Minnesota that year, by chance? Is that why they had Prince? I don't think so. I think mm. the first time a Super Bowl was in Minnesota was last year. Oh, it was? Oh. That's, that is probably factually incorrect. 
<laughs> Don't fucking correct me on it. It's always in Minnesota. It's every year it's in yes. Minnesota. Um, Beyonce, 2013. Be once, yes. Yes, of course. Uh, 2016 was one of my all-time favorites. It was... And I'm going to get so much shit for mocking what I'm going to mock later and publicly <laughs> admitting this. It was Coldplay That's- with Bruno Mars and Beyonce. And they saved it. They did. Because no I, one came there to see Coldplay. Nobody came there to see Coldplay. But it was colorful and it was beautiful and it was happy and it was harmonious. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Beyonce introduces Formation. Yes. Yes. And all, all the dancing. I watched it like three times already today. Yeah, it's great. Um, so that's what we're going to be talking the, about. You skip over the Coldplay <laughs> part. It was great. Just fast forward. Um, they, that is what made it great, though. Thank you, Beyonce. Yes. Again, I'm Bruno Mars. Uh, 2017. Lady Gaga. Gaga. And if you have not watched the Netflix documentary, Five Foot Two, what are you doing? My poor girl. What are you doing with your life? It's a, it is a heart-wrenching view of the woman we know as Lady Gaga. Mm. Um, but it also goes into the production of her halftime show and how much of her self, her mm-hmm. body, her Holy Spirit that mm-hmm. she actually puts into it. Uh, 2018 was Justin Timberlake, Snooze, and then... I don't even remember that one. I know I watched it and I have no memory of it. Yeah. I didn't... Yeah, I just remember... Because he didn't rip anybody's tit out. Yeah. Where were the nipples? Justin, we know you were responsible for that. I know you were responsible. You did it. You did it. You're the one who ripped her titty out. She didn't do it. You fucking (laughs) did it. You should be held responsible. I want you in jail. And speaking of nipples, 2019. Year of the nipples. Year of the nipples. um, We were blessed with the performance um, of Maroon 5. They were headlining this performance, as you may call it. Um, There is a rumored list of people that declined to perform for various reasons. Ja Rule. Ja Rule, obviously he's busy planning his next fire festival. Um, Rihanna, for political reasons, good for her. Good also, for her. she's busy making makeup. Yeah. And she's, hopefully an she, album, but don't tell her that because so she gets dollars. pissed when people ask her where that album is. Uh, Cardi B, which I have mixed feelings about because I enjoy her. Um, I'm not sure all of America is ready for Cardi's B's yet. I don't think so. No. Also, I don't really know enough of her songs. No. She could have been like a highlight. Yes, like or a, a person that's yeah. with Maroon 5. Ooh. <laughs> oh, God. She would have ate Adam Levine alive. Um, and Pink for contract negotiation reasons. Pink would have been good. Yeah. Better. Rumored. Rumored. Rumored things. Uh, so we got ourselves some Maroon 5. And Ugh. I liked Maroon 5 back in 2001. When they were relevant. When they were relevant. With Ja Rule. Um, with Ja Rule, Maroon 5. Um, the first song that they perform, Harder to Breathe, they perform. I'm just going to say Adam. The rest of the band does not deserve what Adam brings <laughs> to their uh, reputation. Do you know any of the names of the other band members? No. Does anybody? No. And you know what? Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing their job. They're doing the best they can do with Adam fronting them. They're making money and they're, you know, behind the scenes, but not in a shadowy, creepy way like Dick Cheney. Like Dick Cheney. Right? I mean, maybe, maybe they're like, hey, Adam, you know what would be cool? Take your shirt off. <laughs> Take it off. And he's like, God damn it, Steve. I don't know. Um, so this is when I first noticed for the very first time, um, Adam Levine looks like Quagmire from Family Guy. 
Yep. Yes. Yes, he yes. does. He really does. There's something does. about, I don't know if it's the camera angle or that maybe his head has gotten a little bit larger over time, <laughs> um, but it's very blocky and he does this smile, what I would call a sexy sneer or attempt, attempt. at a sexy sneer and he just, it's quagmire. And then from that point on, you can't unsee it. Um, and during the first song, this is where he removes his first article of clothing. Because there's several layers. Of course. Because it's cold. It's winter in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It's freezing. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been raining. Um, we go into this love, which, you know, that's a good song, whatever. This is the point where I notice that he's wearing a little beaded dad bracelets, which oh, is cute. Oh, for cute. He gets a cute point for that. And then um, minus 1,000 for everything that happens yeah, after that. Yeah, we're still at negative 5,000. Um, you know, his baby that he has with his supermodel wife. I don't even remember which when he married there were so many mm-hmm. um and then we have um a i can't think of the word it's like a uh it transitions into a scene from spongebob squarepants uh, fucking people on the internet and for somebody who hasn't seen this emily has not seen this uh, the way that this is all pieced together it doesn't make any more sense than the way that i'm telling it to you so don't feel like and I'm the thing really is it's not this. gonna make sense to most of the people in the world who are not on reddit Right. I didn't get the Spongebob thing. I didn't understand why people were so upset about it. Um, it was kind of funny. And I keep forgetting to look up what the actual song was. But the Spongebob, I guess, interstitial mm-hmm. was just basically a tool to introduce somebody that I did have to Google because I don't listen to a lot of the radio these days. <laughs> the radio. So I was like, oh, I think that's Hmm. You know what? I better just Google it. Travis Scott. It's that's one of the Jenners. Yes, it is Kylie baby Jenner's baby daddy. Husband. Um, I don't know. I don't think they're married. I don't know. They're only like sixteen. Living in sin, <laughs> making babies. That's uh, Stormy's dad. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have that knowledge. Um, but uh, so the SpongeBob thing and Travis Scott interrupting the SpongeBob song is a huge internet meme controversy. Um, the reason for the SpongeBob thing in general, I did find out, was as a tribute to the SpongeBob creator right. who passed away in November. Right. So that's okay. And there um, was a huge internet campaign to, again, you guys, polling and like voting websites are not for your stupid shit that have <laughs> nothing to do with the government. Stop. Please stop. What is the what is the website where you can go and start like change change.org. Change, your change.org is not for fucking SpongeBob. Stop it. What were they trying to do? To get them to play that song, the Sweet Victory song at the Super Bowl. So the reason that everybody was pissed is because they teased it like they were going to and then they were like, "Never mind, Travis Scott." That is a huge slap in the face to the Redditors. Yes. They're going to find out Travis Scott's address and like oh, kidnap his baby. And those oh, Redditors oh, they're are nasty. not happy and they are they are mad. Yeah. That's kind of funny. So, yeah. So it was sort of like a, like a, uh, they got punked. Ah, uh, nerds. Nerds. Stupid, stupid <laughs> nerds who nerds. have to Google who Travis uh, Scott is. Dicks. I do remember, here's my Travis Scott story. Um, when I was in New Orleans in 2010, um, sweetest limo driver ever was telling us about um, all of the local music he had seen lately, mm-hmm. and Travis Scott was one of them. Oh. Uh, but he's actually from Texas, so I don't know. Maybe he was just... How do you remember that? I don't know. I Yeah, of all the things to remember. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Um, but uh, so Travis Scott... Pro- okay. Spongebob, CGI asteroids happen. Coming from the sky. 
Why? I, I touched the microphone. I got excited. I was doing asteroid hands. <laughs> In my head, I was like, this is it. This is the end. We are saved. We are saved from the rest of this. We are now going into third quarter. Um, no, that's how Travis Scott got onto stage. He flew on an asteroid? Yeah. Wow, good for him. Allegedly. Oh. Um, so the song that he sang was Sicko Mode. No idea. Mm. Um, I did Google him. And I, I just want to say the disclaimer. I love rap music. I love hip hop music. Mm. I I don't like a lot of what's on the radio today, which is one of the reasons why I don't listen to the radio a lot. So Travis Scott, I am sure that you do what you do well. I'm just not sure uh, the greater American public that views the Super Bowl was ready for you tied to a SpongeBob reference. Uh, Tied to the first instance of Adam Levine dancing. Not just like swaying along to his music, but he was like, hopping around trying to dance you know Travis Scott's got a good group going on and then Adam Scott comes in there Adam Scott Adam Scott well Travis Scott Adam, Adam Levine probably better dancer yeah honestly let him do halftime um I, I I wrote down that he reminded me of Stuart from Mad TV <laughs> and I don't know if Stuart actually has ever done a dance but I it would just be like look what I can do yeah and it's just like it just out. a shimmy and like a, a bounce and a Oh, oh, it was bad. Um, and then this is the point where we transition to the drum line, uh, which I love a good college drum line. Mm-hmm. I, I love their spirit. I love their rhythm. I love the dancers that go along with it. Um, we're in Atlanta. They were m- m- uh, 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 mostly white, which I feel like is a personal offense to Nick Cannon's drum line movie. Yeah. Also, you're in Atlanta. Also, all drum lines. Are white? <laughs> no, they're not. Oh. No, <laughs> they're like, not at I, all. Wait, am I wrong? Don't no, correct me. They're not at all. I don't know how the producers found like uh, the only mostly white drumline, the but world. they did. Oh boy. But they did, and it. I feel like there was there was something missing from that for sure. Missed opportunity. Um, we transition into "Girls Like You," which uh, is only a good song partially because of Cardi B uh, and her verse in it. But again, she wasn't there. She wasn't there. <laughs> um, and at this point, after the drumline, we have a choir, which appears to be your traditional gospel choir. Um, amazing voices coming out of it. Amazing Were they also lead all white? Singer. Uh, no, thankfully. <laughs> God, that would have been like the Mormon Tabernacle Choir okay. behind oh, Adam Levine. Fuck. Jesus Christ. Um, but uh, like, honestly, l- let them handle everything else. Like, Give us a good rendition of Amazing Grace and I would have been happier than everything else that happened. Um, Adam danced with the lead gospel singer woman and she probably did a lot of praying for him after. Yeah, I hope so. He just, dancing is not his strength. (laughs) Um, Singing is also not his strength. (laughs) So what would you say is his strength? Um, Getting models pregnant. I think. Exposing his nipples? Yes, 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 yes. We're almost there. The nipples are coming. Don't worry. (laughs) Um, The next song we go into, I wrote down called There Will Be Love. (laughs) There will be love. (laughs) It's She Will Be Loved. Um, And I would have not known that until I was trying to figure out what year it came out. And I Googled There Will Be Love. 
Turns out that's not what it's called. No. It's uh, She Will Be Loved. And it was a very touching moment for the paid audience that was there to participate in this. They're all singing along to this beautiful song about an abusive relationship. Right. They're sending off wish lanterns, which I like very quickly learned were CGI because I got super ragey <laughs> yeah. about the wish lanterns. And then they started spelling words. And I was like, oh, oh they're, they're computerized. But it was like a very, very touching moment. Um, you know, the crowd was into it. Uh, this, the paid crowd. The paid crowd Not was into crowd. it, holding their own wish lanterns with their own wishes on it. Um, their wishes were like, you know, healthcare, women's rights. <laughs> I'm making the jack-off motion again. <laughs> um, but I just, that song is 15 years old. It was a pretty song, but it was also, again, about a form of abuse. And it was on every sappy girl's MySpace profile, probably myself included, in 2004. Yeah. No, 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 no. 2004, I was already listening to Panic at the Disco. Oh, so. such good times. Yeah. Um, and then, so after we have this very touching moment, there will be love. Uh, big Boy from Outcast. Emily's looking at me with a blank stare no, right now. No, I know now. who Big Boy is. <laughs> okay, good. But was Andre 3000 there? Where was Andre 3000? That's my main question. Because let's be honest. Let's be honest. No one saw Outcast for Big Boy. You were all there for Andre. You were there. I mean, thank God for Big Boy right now in the Super Bowl performance. Oh, was he good? He he brought some some character and some personality. He was wearing a massive fur coat. It was amazing. He drove in in a lowrider. He had his ATL gear on. He's from Georgia. so he was a good local representative. Um, but then we get more dancing from Adam. Oh, boy. And it was actually like, um, you know when like a rapper and his hype guy, they do like that little sidestep thing and it's really cool. Now, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> I'll do it for you later. Okay. But Adam tried to join in on that. And oh. it was basically like when Chris Martin tried to dance with Beyonce and Bruno Mars. Don't do it. No. Don't they do it. They should get shoved off the stage. Don't do it, Tiffany. You can't do it. <laughs> you can't do okay? it. Do not try that dance. Um, you get more more of that quagmire face coming in with the dance. <laughs> um, the next song was Sugar, uh, barely hitting the high notes, Adam Levine. I feel like if I were a singer, I would sound like Adam Levine. Is that what I sound like in karaoke? Do I sound like Adam Levine? No, you sound better than Adam Levine. Oh, oh thank <laughs> you. I'm going to try when Sugar sing, next time. When you sing Dark Lady. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, at this point, we remove our next jacket and oh. we have on... Wait. How many layers have been removed thus far? Okay, so there was the big trench, and then there was a little zip-up, like, uh, windbreaker situation that was replaced with an ATL jacket. Okay. Uh, so he could blend in. You t- totally didn't notice that was him not uh, keeping up with the dance steps. No. Um, so there was the big jacket, the small jacket, uh, the jacket change-off, and now we are taking that jacket off to show the upholstery-themed tank top that if you memes. saw on the memes, there was many... Um, People's curtains, pillows, blankets. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a choice. It was a fashionable choice. It was a choice. Um, and then we very quickly move into what I consider one of the dumbest songs ever created, Moves Like Jagger. Ugh. Now, here's the thing. I hate this song. I think it was stupid. I think the idea was stupid. Yep. Um, 
You can't fucking dance, Adam Levine. And you do not have moves like you Jagger. You do not have moves like Jagger. I, for some reason, was showing Justin the Mick Jagger, you know, the, the crooked, weird, bent wrist on the hip thing he used to do? Yeah. I was doing that in the kitchen the other night, and it was still better than what Adam <laughs> Levine was doing. And Justin looked at me like I was absolutely insane, which I I, I know, know exactly what, what you're talking about. Thank you. The Mick Jagger chicken hands, yeah. yes. sassy hip thing. Um. He like did like a, a little pelvic swivel like two or three times, and it just didn't work. Um, very early on in the song, there's a lyric that says, "I swear I'll behave." This is when the shirt comes off. I'm gonna he throw sings up. the lyric. Mm, I'm gonna throw up. He makes a sexy sneer, and then he pulls off the upholstered tank top, and then we see the tattoos, all the tattoos. Ugh. All of them. He and, pro- but he promised to behave, Tiffany. He promised. He fucking he promised swore. us. <laughs> he swore. He's a liar. And there was a time when that was a good bod, right? It's fine. It's an it adequate bod. It was a little bod. less douchey tattooed. You yeah. know, I love some good tattoos, but I, I, uh, his uh, don't do it for me. I think if, because I saw that it said California across <laughs> the belly. I thought it would have been better if it said drug free. Drug free. Drug free. Straight edge. Straight edge. Straight, Detroit. Det- perhaps yes. a giant D yes. on his pectoral It's a little muscle. bit of an in joke for some of our listeners. Uh, hi, Elisa. Hi, Elisa. Hope you're listening. <laughs> drug free and proud. Um, a lot of tattoos. And the, the uh, social commentary on this moment has been the number one reason why I needed to watch this at all. Mm-hmm. The tweets about the tattoos, the comparisons to what he looked like, a Chipotle bag. Accurate. Uh, which I was like, I've never really thought. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, my favorite tweet was uh, where it looked like he was the guy from... Mem- Memento. Memento. Thank you. Um, And for those of you who haven't seen the movie, it might be better if Emily recaps it because I have the memory of a moth. He tattoos himself. Yes. Almost like sticky notes. Yes. To remind himself. To remind himself of things that he needs to remember. Yes. So the tweet was, and I probably should have saved it to see who it was from, but it said, Adam's tattoos are like, uh, like the movie Memento so he knows where to find his vape pen. Fantastic. And then I pee my pants because <laughs> all of those things combined. Like, of course, he's he vapes. Oh, he he is a hardcore he vapor. Vapes. He probably has 15 videos from today on his iPhone of him blowing yeah. some big vape clouds. Or also wearing a fedora. Both. Fedorable. At the same time. Fedorable. Um, so then there were the tweets about... And it was funny the first time. It was less funny when I saw that some people were actually taking it serious because, duh... How am I going to tell my children about nipples now? Which was funny, again, yeah. the first time. Yes. Because that was the whole thing with Janet. Like, well, my kids saw that. First of all, no, they didn't. They didn't. It was a microsecond. Nobody knows what they saw until also, you was, made a big yes. deal out of it, Sharon. No, fucking Sharon. God damn it, Sharon, Nance. Sharon and Nance, they just ruined <laughs> everything. Um, so, yeah, it was a funny joke. Like, haha, male nipples versus female of course, male nipples are completely perceived differently, and it's just a thing. Shirtless guy, America, is obviously okay with that. Um, so, and I believe that's where we end. There was some, like, big musical guitar things, drum things, and there was fireworks and explosions, and I hope they blew up the stage. Yeah. I just put everybody out of their actual <laughs> misery there. Um 
Yeah, so that was our Super Bowl performance. Oh, I also most note his super lowrider jeans. If the lowrider jean trend does make a comeback, we can target it back to this moment. I can't. I can't. I can't with that trend. It, I, I remember that trend. Yeah, I had a hard time with my big ass when I was a tinier human. It just won't happen. I, we won't do that, no, America. I, the high-waisted jeans revolution has been the best thing. Yeah. Mom jeans ever, for life. For life. Um, so, you know, Maroon 5, I'm not going to blame the whole band. I'm only going to blame Adam. His heart didn't look that into it. I think he was relying on, like, his cool factor that he's gotten on The Voice. Yeah. Him and Blake Shelton, they're so scrappy together. Um, no. No, no, no. no. Nope, it you're just, not cool. It, it fell flat. It had no no heart, no soul, no, no Coldplay colorful. <laughs> musical moments um i would like to point out thank goodness they did donate money um from their super not from their super bowl performance artists don't actually get paid um to do the super bowl because of course you're getting exposure to the one of the biggest events in television um so they donated half a million dollars to the big big boy they, they gave big boy five hundred thousand dollars good for him i'm yeah, glad he got his money finally uh big brothers and sisters okay. foundation um so good for them um i would like a personal apology for that ever happening at all adam levine i think we all deserve some money I mean, I didn't watch it, but I think I deserve money for hearing about the experience. Yes, yes. And I mean, honestly, them donating money, like, I give them some Nancy Pelosi claps. Did you find that out after, or was that something that they tied into the Super Bowl performance? No, no, no. Okay, because that would have been gross. No, because everybody was like, oh, everybody's making fun of Maroon 5, but they donated their Super Bowl pay to charity. Okay. Nance. They can be good people, Nance, and we're still going to make fun of them because they're shit. (laughs) Nance, they don't get paid. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean... This performance was like every middle American housewife's dream. Nance and Sharon, Mm -hmm. they loved it. They had the Um, white wine with ice cubes. Yes. I am going to give it two out of five mermaid back tattoos. Mermaids Mm. holding a skull. Oh, yeah. With wings. Oh, I'm sure there was a lot of uh, emotion behind that tattoo. Yeah. So many feelings. It was a Starbucks logo, (laughs) I do believe. Um, So immediately afterwards... I watched Coldplay, Beyonce, and yeah. Bruno Mars again because I needed a palate cleanser. You needed to wash your so eyes. So much and personality. Ears out. Yeah, it's like when we go back and watch the uh, Drag Race All Stars two. Reggie wrote you. Reggie wrote you. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Always Anytime a palate cleanser. I need a better diet. It's, it, it's just. Yes. It it boosts your day. Yeah. So good try, Maroon Five. Was it though? Uh, good being human thank congratulations on being alive thank you for being alive still thank you for being willing to step up and take a job that nobody wanted to do this year and thank you for not inviting ja rule you should have had ja rule (laughs) you might have at least made it into a documentary at least yeah nobody else on that stage is topical no currently i mean travis scott because he again Kylie Jenner's wife? Eh, he probably is popular. Again, neither Tiffany and I listen to the radio. No. So he may have, he may be a number one selling artist and we just don't know. He may have written that SpongeBob song for all I know. I have no idea. Yeah. Um. So then I got to thinking like, who would you want to see? Let's say it's a perfect, it's a vacuum. There's no social issues. Okay. Um, there, you know, who would be a good halftime show? Do they have to be alive? 
Uh, you can't say prince again. No, I was going to say queen. Queen. I mean. Yeah, that, it, oh, wow. It would be the best, but he, he's not alive. No. Uh, and I don't want Adam Lambert up there. No offense to Adam Lambert. He's doing the best that he can. But. He's not Freddy. Yeah. Uh, you tell me yours, and then I will think about it. I was supposed to be more prepared for this. Probably. Gosh, um, I don't... I see, and then I'm gonna date myself, and then I'm gonna like be super unhip. Well, not even unhip because the stuff that I listen to is not on the radio. <laughs> You've probably never heard of it. It's so it's so Arcade rare. Arcade Fire. Do you think they would be good on it? No, I'm <laughs> totally joking. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe some of the like more up and coming. Um, there's like this alt country movement going mm-hmm. on that I'm super into. Brandy Carlisle. Um, she's been around for years, but she was nominated for her first Grammy this year. Hmm. She is a performer. She's amazing. Um, she would be fun. Like some of those like young kind of like backroads, dirt country girls. Who was the girl that was on a, a judge on Drag Race who seemed just wonderful? Oh. What is her Casey name? Casey something. Yes. Casey's, Musgrave. Yes, 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 yes. I, I don't listen like to her those, music, but I wanted to hang out with her after like I saw her on Drag Race. Yeah. 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 That would be fun. I would probably do a full-on, full-glitz uh, teen idol slash boy band revival. Ooh. Imagine if we had everybody on stage. So we had... So much testosterone. BSB. We had NKOTB. <laughs> we had NSYNC. We had... Let's 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 start stretching. Let's go to LFO. Uh, we could have five there. And then Britney and Christina. I want fucking all of them on one stage, like, fighting. For the spotlight, oh my like gosh. stabbing each other for who is the most popular. That's what I would. That's an entirely different event, and I think you should try and market that I to should. someone. Like a. Ooh, I'm gonna change my mind. I'm gonna make it mainstream. <laughs> None of this like hippy dippy music shit, Tiffany. Uh, and I'm not gonna say I'm a big fan. I'm not a huge fan. I just think she'd put on a good show. J Lo. She's still kicking ass. She's still kicking ass. And there's other women her age that I don't think could pull it off. No. Not naming any names. Gwen. <laughs> Um, but Mariah, I shouldn't oh, say that. How shit. dare I say that? Mariah. She, she's going to send somebody to kill Jesus us. Jesus Christ. She's terrified. J-Lo. J-Lo would be, yeah. She would be yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could see J-Lo. Yeah. There are a lot of people that selfishly I would want to see, like, if anybody knows me. And eventually this will be something that I review on this show. I'm going to see Robbie Williams in Vegas in March. <gasps> there were Robbie references in the book that I'm reading right now. What fucking book is it? It's just, um, it's called The Witch Elm. It's actually... Is it set in, in the UK? In Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's funny because nobody, most people don't even know him or just knew him from a couple years in the so 90s. not mainstream. You don't know him. He's not mainstream. He's super mainstream in, in the, the UK. UK. So uh, th- that would be somebody, but, you know, that's just selfish and just me wanting to see exactly. more of him all day and every day. I get that. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> I was also trying to think of, like, what would be a better use of 15 minutes? More ads, more Marvel trailers. <laughs> more Marvel trailers. Longer would, Marvel trailers. Honestly, we, I, we got Marvel mini did, apps for sure. Just we like did not get episode. enough on that. Uh, I was going to call it Infinity War. What's the uh, end game? We did not get enough end game. Like I know it was all new yeah. footage, but it was so quick. Yeah. Of Steve Rogers biting his lip. I need more. I need more Steve Rogers biting. <laughs> I would pay that. a lot of money for a half an hour <laughs> of him just chewing on his lip. There's. <laughs> 2020 halftime show it's gonna happen <laughs> it would be awesome oh goodness and uh that's that's me for the week okay yeah so we we both have things that are likely going to be reviewed next week but we want to keep them a secret 
Yes. Because both of them are life-changing, it sounds like. Sounds like they're going to just pop your eyeballs out of your head. So, so. we're not going to talk about that. And yes. we said we are just going to awkwardly end the podcast yes. by just saying goodbye. Goodbye. Also, follow us on uh, Instagram yep. and Twitter. Broadspod. At Broadspod. You might get some hints into what we're doing with our viewing, watching, listening, reading time this weekend. Tiffany loves those memes. Oh, so many memes. Let her share the so memes many with memes. you. Yep, follow us, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.